Hello everyone, this is Fahim Jackson, and this is episode 87 of my podcast show, In The Know. This podcast is aimed at trying to guide people through the world with a variety of topics. I am also using this platform to ask questions and try my best to answer these questions with my viewpoints of the world around me. The following episode introduction speech is for the topic of today, and that introduction speech is regarding, is heaven or hell a real place? Throughout my childhood growing up, you hear all the, about the two places, heaven and hell. And just as I heard this in the church house, it was equally spoken of in my household. With these teachings, you try to make sense of everything. Because most of your understanding is filtered through parents to child or children. As for me, since adulthood, I've always had questions as far as the validity of these two places. Now in a fundamentalist family and culture, this was something you just didn't do. But it is normal human behavior to ask questions of the things we hold close to us. Just as, just that I am able to articulate my feelings with regards to the faith base. When you're able to express this, people are likely to listen to your thought process on a stance that is usually divisive. With that said, let's go into the topic. Is heaven or hell real? Well, what is heaven? This is the final resting place that serves as the supernatural, transcendent origins of those that came before our departure. Our souls, saints, gods, and angels. Theologians would say we can control our movements once we get to heaven and talk with God once we arrive. Scientists might state that heaven will serve as a means to make sense of how we live here on earth. Now for the sake of the show, let's say that religion is right regarding the idea of heaven and hell. Okay, all right. Then let's go deeper into the idea of what is heaven. Because we must analyze something that is fundamentalist where mass groups of people and their existence is wrapped in. Heaven is then seen as both figurative and a literal environment. What is meant when I say literal and figurative viewpoint? This is what I mean. Let's look at heaven after death. When you die and the body is buried, where does the soul venture off to next? Because the idea that this is all we have is this life here, that is that it doesn't resonate with the masses. So that brings us to the belief that we leave the material world and exist in the spiritual world. Our meeting at the gates where we will be judged, our final judgment, will determine our entry into the afterlife. This is a judgment that we have come to know as the acceptance into a land of milk and honey. So as God presents himself, in whatever form he shall choose, we stand and wait as he decides whether to allow us access into heaven. And I'll tell you this, the mixture of fear and excitement when standing there has to be a daunting experience. Well, for so many people who are not religious, hear all this and can't possibly conceive a way any of this could be true. These are generally atheists or people who may not be atheists, but are still skeptical so their interpretation of what is heaven is seen as something different. What about heaven on earth? 
But for someone who might have questions regarding what this place stands for and its existence, look no further. People are skeptical as to the true existence of heaven after we die. For the people who fall into this category, I see them as the ones that look at any type of heaven being right here on earth. Now you might say to yourself, how is it possible to have heaven on earth? Well, when you're living the best life you could possibly live, that would be seen as heaven on earth. Your health is in the best of shape, both mentally and physically, and you're experiencing heaven on earth. When your financial present and projected future is in good standing here is yet another reason to believe in heaven on earth. Now, as with the people who are living well, there are always those who don't experience heaven on earth. So to them, there has to be a better place than what they are experiencing at this moment. Think about what I said before, living your best life. How about the person living the worst life possible? Good health? Imagine the person in bad health, how they feel walking through life, dying on the inside. They're in a bad headspace and physically broken. As for finances, think about the person who wishes they could elevate beyond where they are at the moment. At the bottom, and you can go nowhere from here. The last thing they want to hear is someone whose financial situation is at its best. Which brings us to the next area of interest, which is the existence of hell. Here's where we learn about the underworld, where those who have been subject to punishment by God must inhabit. Once you're denied access into heaven, and you most definitely will not be going into limbo until the, you get a next shot at heaven, here's where you land, the hot and humid, most evil location that is run by the devil. Satan awaiting your soul, for you will be serving in eternity, being tormented. Tormented by the bad things you have done on earth that cannot be forgiven. So if you are sent to this place, what would life be like? No one has been to hell, so everything I say is pure speculation. But if I were to speculate, I could come up with some sort of idea as to what life after death would be like with regards to hell after we are deceased. Coming to the gates of heaven, I am immediately turned away. God tells me that I am being turned away because I have sinned beyond forgiveness. And here's where I would learn I am not going to be given a second chance through reincarnation, nor am I going to get into limbo. You're most definitely not getting into heaven. You are being pushed to the underworld. Then the gates open. You're confused as to why the gates are opening. This is odd because it, land, it leads into heaven. So what do you do? You walk forward from the light right into total darkness. And then it happened. You quickly turn around to nothing but more darkness. Yes, that's right. God made you feel you were walking to the heaven and found yourself in hell. The heat is unbearable. Smoke is so thick, you don't know where you are going. You could be walking into an abyss or off a cliff. The smoke clears and you are at the edge of a cliff. On the other side of the cliff is a food and supplies. Yet two tight ropes lead to the one side, one above the other. This is convenient, but something is off. The closer you get to the rope, you see something on the rope. Tiny sharp spikes on the top rope and scorching heat on the bottom rope. Oh yeah, you're not wearing shoes in this hell place either. So you know, a good luck on that tight rope. Let's say you make it across the cliff. Your hands are bloody and feet with third degree burns. Walking over to the food and supplies, you notice something odd. The portions of food are small but eating utensils are too large to consume the food. 
the supply sizes of items are big, but limited in volume. So something large has to last a short period of time, and eating a meal without utensils means consuming blood from your hands. You look around and observe there is no place to sleep nor bathe. And there's no one else around you, just you. What is so important about everything I've been saying? I went through this vast description simply because hell is of torment. You are forever tormented by the devil for his own personal enjoyment. Then again, is hell all about a place after you die? Previously I spoke about heaven on earth. But what about hell on earth? What does hell feel like on earth? Hell on earth? What would life be like with that in existence? Because we have talked previously about what life could be seen as with heaven on earth. Well, hell on earth would be someone going through serious health effects, that there's no real positive outlook just as life starts to get good for you. Another view of hell on earth would be losing a job, then a car breaks down, and without income facing homelessness while losing your significant other. We have a phrase that we use for these series of events. It's called, When It Rains, It Pours, where everything seems to be falling apart at once. So hell on earth would be when life falls apart and you don't feel you are in control. This would make sense to someone who is not fundamentalist. Someone, for instance, that falls under an atheist belief is not going to believe in an actual underworld that we journey off to after death. They will simply believe that this is it and try to make the best out of life. Work hard in trying to live the best life of heaven instead of hell sounds easier than done because the fact of the matter is there will still be a great deal of people who live in hell. They will always be in a position to survive and not thrive. What are some believer views? For so many of those that believe in the fundamental viewpoint, that we go to either hell or hell, heaven or hell. This topic can be quite touchy. No one wants to go to hell, but not everyone will get a ticket into heaven. What gives people a reason to want to go to heaven instead of hell? Humans have always needed an incentive to do good on earth, and a promise of going to heaven after death is a good incentive. But the fact no one wants to go to hell is an even more incentive to do good. Yet shouldn't people... Do good just because doing good in life is much more positive than doing bad? Well, yes, we should. But there's always, there's also a scary aspect to what we can be in life. We have seen some bad things happen throughout the history of humanity. And it has always been up to the people who are humane to intervene and shift the course of history. This ability comes from your belief in God that one should do his work via his inspiration. And hopefully, this does good enough to aid in your eternal trip to heaven. Academia Views Here's where we get a chance to hear from the educators who see all this heaven and hell talk is trivial. The idea that some place exists where we go after we die is not held up with facts. It is just a belief system to academics. Yet looking to the sky for all your answers it's counterproductive in the world of academia because heaven and hell are just metaphors for trying to figure out how to live a good life or why some people are stuck in a bad place. Academics think this way simply because there is something about being academically sound moving away from religious sentiments. Now I'm not saying when a person goes off into a collegiate space 
they will automatically walk away from God's words. But the more you put yourself in the know of your natural self, the harder it becomes in believing the place like heaven and hell, which are centered around fundamentalist views. Now as for me, what are some of my views of heaven and hell? See, my views are very short and simple. As for me, I've been leaning toward academic views as time progressed. It has nothing to do with being anti-religion. It has everything to do with the more I understand about myself and others as human beings, including the natural world around us, the harder it becomes to believe in a fundamental truth. Let's look at some incentives as far as going to heaven. When you think of heaven, what are the perks that come with being in this new eternal world? Well, let's break it down. In God's house, there are many mansions. This is the land of milk and honey, where all the roads are paved in gold. No one goes without, and there is infinite abundance of everything one needs to feel fulfilled. So as you can see, this is why trying to gain access is so difficult. So while on earth, you have a certain way to live. This means living a life with as less sin as possible. Giving back to our communities, treating those you would want to be treated equally. What you do to the least of God's people, you do unto him. Especially his children and those who are in rough spots in life. You really show your true colors when no one can do anything for you with your behavior as it regards to them. But also remember not everyone shares your religious sentiments. See, what about hell? Let's look at some views on hell. I feel that hell is earned, not deserved. Getting a ticket into hell is not something that is easy to do. If you are someone who is terrified of what lies ahead, then ask yourself a series of questions. Am I living a life as righteous as it could be? Am I walking through life in accordance with the words of God? How do I treat people around me? These are just a few of the questions you have to ask. And when you don't adhere to what God has laid out for you to follow, here's where God hands down the punishment. No, it's not so cut clean and dry, but you must not completely throw out all humane behavior. Note I said human behavior, not morals and ethics. Because morals and ethics are very dependent on your culture. Yet there are still universal activities that are just wrong everywhere, like sexual assault and even murder. So, what about keeping us in line? What is it about heaven and hell that keeps people from breaking so many rules? Besides the incentives I explained before, we seem to be kept together by fears. Fears are what make people do right and from wrong. But is that always a good thing, making people fear? Do we truly want men and women moving in fear? Is that a type of belief system that the masses should be following? Because this thing called life should be enjoyed as well as carefully maneuvered through. Sometimes you will have hiccups from time to time, but as long as you acknowledge your faults and work toward correcting them, you should be fine in the eyes of God. That is, if God is truly who we believe him to be. And that is where we end with this end statement. Why we have to know if heaven or hell is real. You know, it's very important that we decided to have this conversation regarding heaven and hell. Because people are constantly concerned as to what might happen after they die. Even the ones of those who live a good life, we still have all these fears. But fears of what? Fears of what would happen. What are you afraid that you are doing something wrong? You know you shouldn't be doing. 
Maybe you're doing something wrong, but as long as you are recognizing this problem and working to fix it, you should be fine. And as for myself, I'm not keen on believing that one is to go to heaven or hell. I lean more toward the idea that these are more figurative meanings for life on earth than the afterlife. But what I do agree with is that a lot of the teachings and ideologies connected to heaven and hell can be used as a reference for why people do good and bad, where human fear derives from, and the incentives of giving people reasons to do the right thing or whatever leads to the wrong decision. So, with that said, thanks for listening to In The Know. I'll be bringing you another episode regarding religion. The topic will be about asking the question, are we truly born into sin? <laughs>